Hi, my name is Yara and I'm the host of Life After Birth. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the Wajak Noongar people, the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded. I send my respects and reverence to Wajak Noongar elders, past, present and emerging. On this podcast, we share stories and wisdom about the ups and downs of our mothering experiences, much like the First Nations people of Australia have done so through their storytelling for over 60,000 years. Through their oral traditions, the Wajak Noongar people have supported and celebrated one another and have passed down knowledge, values and lessons, providing a testament of the power and significance of sharing our own stories. In honouring them, we recognise the importance of storytelling in understanding our past, navigating our present and shaping our future. My hope is that this podcast carries this spirit forward in our conversations, acknowledging that while our stories may differ, they all hold value and contribute to our shared human experience. Hey Mama, I'm Yara Heary and this is Life After Birth. This is where you can find honest and vulnerable conversations that lift the veil on how mothers really experience life after birth. Join me as I talk to the experts in the parenting space, but not as you've heard them before. These conversations explore the common humanity in all our lived experiences as mothers, so that you're left feeling seen, heard, validated, and bolstered in your ability to weather your mothering storms. Hey there, mamas. Ah, today's episode. (laughs) Today's episode comes inspired by conversations that I've been having with people in my community, mothers in my community, and that's mothers who are in my direct community, who I see, you know, at school pickup, at catch-ups for a drink or a coffee or something, but also with the beautiful mothers who are in my more external community in terms of in the online space. So one of the beautiful parts of running a online business is that I have come to meet and really befriend some really wonderful women who are mothers also and to share with them some of the struggles of being a working mother and and working in the online space working in the perinatal mental health space while also trying to you know do the parenting of my own children and manage my own mental health in amongst all of that as well And so the purpose of today's episode is really just to share a little bit about what my lived experience is currently and the struggles that I am facing and what has been the most powerful thing that I could do to kind of manage that and to get by. So my space that I'm in at the moment is just one that feels like there's a lot of overwhelm going on. My kids are... Nelly five and seven. And my kids have got pretty big energy. They are just the most wonderful little people. And I know that every parent feels that way about their children. They're just the most wonderful little people. But the reality is, is that they're big energy kids. And one of the things that has been going on with my daughter at the moment is just lots of kind of boundary testing. And with my son, he's going through a stage at the moment where there's a lot of aggression. And when I say that, I know that it isn't actually aggression. It's just like a deep sensitivity. So I've got a deeply feeling little boy and that shows up with aggression. It shows up with a lack of frustration tolerance. 
because, you know, frustration creates really big feelings for him. And then it's kind of like zero to a million. I wouldn't even say it's zero to a hundred. It's zero to a million. With that, I've got a daughter who's, you know, a lovely, wonderful little thing, very connected to, you know, me and my husband, but also very much wanting to assert herself and wanting to have more autonomy. And, you know, as much as I can, I kind of facilitate that in in places and spaces where that's possible. But there's a lot of situations or contexts where she would really like to have that autonomy and it isn't it just isn't possible and it isn't viable and so when she comes up against the limit there and against that boundary it means lots of big huge emotions and it really doesn't matter where we are and they can last for a really really long time and while my my aim and my value system around mothering is very much about doing things quite differently from what I experienced, I would say pretty much like a 180 from what I experienced in my own childhood, which was one around children being seen and not heard, I would say. So I'm trying to create a space with my family, with my children, where there is space for their feelings to be seen and heard and validated. However, it is really, it's really fatiguing. This work of holding space for the big emotions of our little people, it can be really depleting. And I think that when we're going through these phases in our mothering where there is just something in our children that we're working with them on, it can feel like a lot. (laughs) It can really feel like a lot. And what that means for me is that those situations or those interactions or those transitions that tend to be most filled with tension and most filled with when I know that we are getting to that point where we have to transition from being doing whatever we're doing in the home in the morning and then leaving, opportunity for me to have to assert a boundary at the moment in my life, what that looks like is that there's a lot of anxiety for me around those situations. So pick up times, pick up from school, coming back home from somewhere, leaving a friend's place, getting ready for dinner, dinner in particular, because I've got one very, very particular child around food. So dinner, getting ready for bed, the actual bedtime part when we're in bed and reading the books, they have become times where my nervous system has registered these times as threatening. And there's absolutely stuff that I can do about that and that I am doing about that around what is the inner dialogue How can I refill my cup or top up my cup just before those moments so that I've got every resource available for those times for myself and for my children? But this kind of chat, this episode is less about that and more about wanting to let you know that these are struggles that I go through as well, that many of the women in my community are going through and that many of the professional women who are in the kind of perinatal support space are going through themselves and they're also in this phase where they're like oh you know and it's hard because when you work in this space supporting mothers it's so much easier to have advice but also to see the whole picture when it's somebody else's experience that you don't have your own big emotions about right so it's so much easier to do that supporting work and then you turn back into your own life and you're like oh my god (laughs) how do I deal with this and I guess I really am wanting to share that because I want you out there, if you're listening and you're going through a tough phase, that this is just a part of life. And 
One of the things that I was talking to a friend today about was how when we get into these phases, these challenging phases of parenting, that we start to question ourselves and we start to question whether we're fit mothers or we start to question whether this particular way of parenting is the right way where we start to look for like what might be wrong with my child and you know these sorts of things and I think after having that conversation what really stood out for me is that this is just actually really hard and it's also really hard in a time in history where we know more about children and their emotional well-being and their structural development in their brains than we've ever known at any other time before, where we know more about trauma than we've ever known before, where there is more opportunity for women and mothers than ever before, when there's also more pressure than ever before for mothers to do all of the things, right? Like I don't just mean in parenting, but also in business or in your workspace or, you know, community space or whatever it may be. And so there is just a lot going on that we're having to hold. And so it makes complete sense that this just feels huge and monumentous at times and insurmountable. And I just want to let you know that if you're out there and you are feeling this way, to know that there's nothing wrong with you, there's not anything wrong with your babies or your children, it's just really hard. But in in that same breath, I want to say like, if things have felt really hard with your kids for a while is go ahead and do all the checks, right? Tick all the boxes, go and see, you know, the doctor and the specialist and check in about what's happening for them on maybe more of a physiological kind of level or whatever. And for yourself as well, right? Because that's one of the things that I'm really delving into at the moment is like when, you know, I've had a period of time where I am not feeling myself in my body. And so it's kind of like, okay, well, let's go and have a look at this and let's check whether I've got, you know, how my hormones are going and and where my vitamins and minerals are at and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So do go and check all of those things out and make sure you can rule those things out. But also just know that this is just hard because it is just hard because it is just hard because it is just hard. There's no magic bullet. All we can do is continue working on getting more experienced with regulating ourselves in the moment repairing with our children when we don't show up in the way that we want to and the piece that I mentioned right at the beginning that I've lent into so deeply in this season is getting vulnerable with the people who provide safety for you to do that with I cannot express how powerful just allowing someone to see you and hear you really is so I attend therapy regularly and have done for many many years And I had a session with my therapist recently where I was just sort of lamenting about all of the challenges and difficulties involved in in parenting, in maintaining relationships with our partners, in, you know, business and blah, blah, and all the rest of it. And she just did this beautiful thing of normalizing and hearing my experience and also reminding me about what has happened over time in history. So she talked to me about what it was like for her grandmother to mother and what it was like for her mother to mother and what it was like for her to mother. She's older than I am. And then what it's, and then reflected on what it appears to be like for my generation to be doing the mothering. And she talked about the same point that I made there, which was there's a lot more that you guys have your eyes and ears and hands on than ever before. So it makes total sense that all of this feels really hard. And I just remember when she provided that beautiful validation, just the tears, I just felt so seen and I didn't need a solution. 
I didn't even know that I needed that. It just was so powerful to have someone really hold that space and really see me. And so I can't, you know, emphasize more how important that is, you know, and I've got the rebirth running at the moment with this beautiful big group of women. And one of the parts that we've brought into our group sessions is uh, listening time. So every time we catch up in a group call, everyone gets split up. So they've got either one other person or maybe two. And it's just an opportunity to speak about whatever has been going on in the most vulnerable way that you feel safe enough to do. And everybody has been just talking about how powerful that's been to actually just be seen, just be heard. And how just that in itself provides so much relief that we can then go back into life and go back into some of those challenges with some of the load out of that backpack that we've been carrying around. And, you know, again, this morning I had a beautiful, you know, back and forth with voice messages with a wonderful psychologist that I know over in the East Coast. And we were just both talking about the struggles that we're having with our kids who are very similar ages About uh, a couple of weeks ago, I also contacted another friend of mine who is also a mother who's just had a little baby who is a business owner in the same space as as I am and who we met on social media. And I was just like, I'm having a day. Can Can I please call you and have a chat? And it was like just so beautiful. And both of us shared the struggles and how much difficulty we're having with different things in this season. And again, both of us just sort of messaged back after just going, that was so powerful. I just needed that so bad and didn't really know how badly I needed that. And it just allowed us again to just unload a little bit and then go back into life feeling lighter. And so if you have that opportunity, if you have someone that you know exists, just send them a message and let them know, hey, I'm really... I'm doing it tough at the moment. I just need someone to hear what I have to say. And I guarantee you that person that you hit up is going to be like, yeah, sure. And what is so beautiful is in those interactions that often, you know, you get your stuff out and then they have an opportunity to do the same. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful process. And if you may be at a stage where you don't have someone who's able to do that, who do you know that you kind of click with at the moment there might be maybe you're in a new mother's group there's always someone that you kind of relate to or kind of click to I would just go and just test that test it out test the waters with them you can even just ask them are you comfortable with me sharing a bit with you I feel like that's a beautiful way that you can do that and the other place the other way we can do that is to start to actually frequent places that we know that like-minded people are likely to be at And so one of the places I've really found that is in women's circles. For me, there's a lot of like-minded people there and that's opened up opportunities for really profound connection with other women as well. And then, of course, the other one is, you know, if none of those things exist and you have capacity to, to enter into a therapeutic relationship with someone, seeing a therapist or a coach or a counselor or, you know, maybe if you're a spiritual person that there's someone within that space that can offer that ear, that holding of space is go ahead and do it in that way, you know. Sometimes, unfortunately, we don't have those people in our community and we do have to look outside of that and, you know, potentially pay someone for that. And I'm not talking about engaging in deep therapy, although I do think that that's a wonderful idea for most people, but I'm just saying just just a listening space for someone who can hear you out. It's so incredibly powerful. So, yeah. I'm not even really sure what this episode is. It's kind of like I had these really beautiful conversations with people and I thought I just need to share with people that, A, 
life can be tough even for a therapist, an experienced therapist who's working with mothers and supporting mothers. I can at the same time be going through my own shit and it can feel really hard and it feels sometimes like, you know, that feeling of wanting to run away. That exists there for me too. And also then I wanted to share again just how powerful it has been for me to share my experience with other women, so in this friendship space and be heard and seen and validated and that that can be really powerful for you. And sometimes I'm telling you it can be all we need to make everything feel easier and for us to sort of be able to get back on that horse. And that's a lot to do with why I started this podcast and and why I share mostly stories about other women and their experiences rather than just a whole bunch of expert information. It's because there is so much of that out there and what we desperately need is community and connection and to feel less alone and to know that our experiences that we are going through are not unique. They are experiences that many other mothers are experiencing at the same time. And through knowing that, of course, we do feel less alone. (sighs) I feel better already. (laughs) I hope that you felt seen in this little chat. I hope that there is something in there that has provided you with a little seed of hope if you didn't feel that you had that before listening to this. I hope hearing this has reminded you that you can turn to the people who feel safe for your vulnerability that are existing in your community already, or that it's a prompt for you to maybe go out and seek some support in a therapeutic space as well. And I hope that whatever it is that you choose to do next, that it provides the relief and the safety that you need to know that you're doing a damn good job at this very difficult task. Go gently, Mama. Thanks so much for joining me, Mama. If you enjoyed this episode, I would just love for you to leave me a review and follow or subscribe to be notified when the next episode drops. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me over at Instagram where my handle is at lifeafterbirthpsychology and you can find out more about how I can support you on your mothering journey at my website www.lifeafterbirth.com.au. See you back here soon for our next chat.